You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. Every two weeks, we play a free-to-play game and report back to you, but on these off weeks, we don't know what we do. But this week, we've actually got a plan. Uh, my name is Jeff. With me is... I'm Mark. It's a Mark. It's Mark. And um, Mark and I don't agree on much, so I figured <laughs> that this week we would put ourselves to the test and really try to create as much um, drama and friction between us as possible. So Mark and I are both going to be listing off our top five gaming consoles of all time. This does not include portables or the PC. So you're telling me that my list cannot be one through five, the 3DS? Correct. The 3DS is a great gaming device, as is the DS. But for this, it has to hook up to your TV. So the Switch is on. Its primary function cannot be portability. So like a PSP could hook up to your TV, but that was like ancillary. So to me, the Switch could still be on the list because it, it, it really is a true hybrid. And it's kind of off in its own world. So it could be on both portable and... Um, console but to me that's the only exception unless you can make an argument for something else no i'm I'm good with the parameters okay well uh so i how do you want to start off do you want to go for we'll both reveal our number fives and then we'll move up the the count the 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 countdown until we get to our number ones and argue along the way sound good yeah that's good with me let's go so number five uh for me i'll go first on this one maybe next round you'll go first but uh this is we're going to start off early with controversy my number five console of all time is the original xbox oh okay i i can i can get behind that Uh, now well how i'm picking these and what i pick there is some favoritism my number one pick is 100% favoritism. Okay, I'm going to admit that right now. Um, Because the subjective side of me knows that it wasn't the best console in its generation, the number one. But the number five to me, and we're we're looking at an era that had the PS4, which is the best-selling console of all time. As far as I know, we might be number one now. I'm not sure. But the... In my opinion, the PlayStation 2 sold so much, not because it was a great game console, but because it was a DVD player that played games. Right. Yep. And it was the, really the cheapest DVD player you could buy at the time. Um, it, was the best, it was the best bang for your buck. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, app, hands down. Right. Best bang for your buck. Yep. Now, the Xbox was a DVD player that could play games, but it really was a gaming console first. So much so that if you wanted to access the DVD features, you had to buy an add-on, which admittedly sucks. But 
this was one of the first, unless I'm totally mistaken, the first console to have an onboard hard drive. And so gone were the way of the memory card, right? Yep. Ever since we moved into disk-based systems, we had to have a memory card. And it still had that memory card in case you wanted to take a save somewhere. So the option was there. But I rarely ever used that feature because it was just so nice not to have to worry about space to save things. It had more than enough memory. You could also load music onto your system and then play that music in games that would allow it. So for me as a wrestling fan, there was a WWE game. I could create a player and have their entrance music be literally whatever song I could get on that hard drive. Uh, now, it had, now, does does the uh, the Xbox, the original Xbox, troubles all the issues that plague the, the hardware? Uh, that I think you're thinking of the 360. Oh, you're right. I am thinking of the yeah. 360. Because the Xbox One was a solid piece of hardware. It didn't have the failure rate of the 360, um, and it was it was a it was the best piece of hardware in gaming at of the of the GameCube, PlayStation Two, Xbox era. I think it was the best piece of hardware power wise. I know a lot of people make fun of the Duke, the big fat controller. I liked that controller, but then if you didn't like it, you had the, the, the S controller, which is sort of kind of set the standard for controllers going forward. Um, it also had an incredible game library. It launched with Halo Combat Evolved, uh, you know, Halo 2. It, it introduced Xbox Live to the world. So really um, top tier online play. Well, not perfect yet. They would wait a generation to perfect online play. But it kind of set the tone for what online could be on consoles, even though something like the Dreamcast and even the Sega Saturn that came before it had some form of online, uh, but it was basically dial up or you could kind of mod it for uh, Ethernet. But this was really the first like broadband online console where playing yeah, video the, games online became normal. My, uh, my fondest memory of the original Xbox is playing... Uh getting a bunch of my buddies over to the house and having land parties, you know, ah, um, oh. with, with halo, with the original halo. It's just, every, every, everybody would be in a different corner of the room with their own TV. They'd bring their own TV. They would, mm -hmm. those, those were the rules. You had to bring your TV and you had to bring your console, but we'd land it up. And, uh, those, that was to me, that's the defining aspect of that console to me is the introduction into, uh, local multiplayer and, um, you know, not, not so much online, um, right. it's because it's because, you know, Microsoft was still feeling out how, how really they wanted to, to, to really integrate Xbox live with, with their console. But to me, it was yeah. the local multiplayer for, for the original Xbox. And, That's... and I had LAN parties every Sunday after church playing Halo. And I and it was more fun than I've ever had playing anything online. Right. Absolutely. I just 100%. completely so much better because you can hear the people in the other room. Uh, when you talk smack, they're right there. You know, it, <laughs> it definitely is great. So uh, what's your number five, Mark? All right. So uh, we're going to we're going to go a ways back. And uh, it's the original PlayStation. Um, okay. And the original, for, to me, the original PlayStation and what makes it a top five console is, it, one, it was the introduction into this 3D realm of gameplay. Uh, no, no more, you know, 2D side-scroller um, type, type gameplay. But mainly it was the, the game library that the PlayStation, mm -hmm. the original PlayStation had. That's what made it a great console is that there was just so many games. And, um, you know, to me, that original PlayStation, man, I, I remember playing just all sorts of games. I'm, from James Bond titles to um, some, you know, platformer uh, to original, like, uh, Centipede and... Mm -hmm. And just uh, just a vast array of games, and they were. The, the, it was just the, the the library. It was it was huge. You yep. could go to you could go to the store and get you a different game, you know, um, once a month, and you would never play all of the games that the original PlayStation had to offer. And 
to this day, I don't think there has been a console that has had the that sheer amount of titles available to it at the end of its console life as the original PlayStation had in the middle of its console life. Okay. Uh, spoilers, this does come up again, this console. Um, so I will save my comments um, for when it comes up on my list. Okay. So we agree on this one. We won't be too much argument over that. I, I do love the PlayStation. Now, number four might be starting to get in some controversy here. Some people are going to feel it should be higher. It's probably one of their favorite consoles of all time, especially people in my generation. But it's the Super Nintendo. Um, ho, ho, ho. Are you kidding? No. Can we just collaborate for a minute? It's my okay. number four as well. You're number four. Perfect. <laughs> this is perfect timing so we both can chime in on why we now don't hear the number four as being bad i love the super nintendo and it deserves all the praise it gets graphically it blew my mind right because you it, you gotta oh, yeah. imagine all we had was the nes right yeah and and how colorful super mario world looked to me was nuts the fact that it had Star Fox, which looks like garbage now, but polygons in a 3D flighting, flight game, amazing. Uh, you can't deny Super Metroid. You mentioned the library on the PlayStation. Man, from the library on the Super Nintendo is just insane. It's insane. Yeah. The, the first party games, the, the Square Enix RPGs, just, I don't... I'm about to say I don't know if it could be top, but I have three more consoles coming, and yeah. but and the the sound chip on it, right? It was just it had this operatic ability with its music that other consoles couldn't do, um, and it's a and the controller, right? The six buttons. I mean, oh, it yeah. set the standard for uh, the Super Nintendo controller. Really set kind of what we know controllers to be ever since the Super Nintendo with the exception of actually the GameCube, you've had that diagonal shape of a of your four face buttons, right? And you've had your shoulder buttons. And that's where it started. Your start select, your four buttons, a D-pad, and two shoulder buttons started here. And uh, it, it was really the beginning of really seeing Nintendo kind of show that they kind of know where the market's going and anticipating it. Or setting the market. I mean, oh, absolutely. Really, you know, they... Uh, they really took a, a a gigantic leap in trusting that the NES gamers, the people that that were buying game after game after game on the NES, were going to be more bought in for for more involved video actual games. Um, I remember playing uh, the Lucas Arts. Um, the Star Wars games, the, the the Star Wars games, and um, playing as you know Luke Skywalker, and you actually can tell it's Luke Skywalker, um, you know, and it's a side, you know, it's a little bit of a side scroller, uh, but just the the ability to swing a lightsaber and you know uh, deflect, you know, um, you know plasma rifle shots mm -hmm. and. And it it blew my mind. It it blew my mind. It was it it was so far removed from anything that I had ever played before on um, the original Nintendo. Any anything, and it, it just to me, it was my first introduction into what gaming would be. It, you know, it was my first introduction into these in-depth titles that weren't just surface deep they weren't just hey you got to go from a to b um they they told they told stories along the way um the nes really really i had a lot of buy-in for gaming through the nes uh snes um, mm -hmm. because growing up i mean i'm a you know a preteen boy um, you know what, 12, 13 years old, and you know I'm rushing home after school to play, you know, like you said, uh, Super Mario World or mm -hmm. um, uh, dang, what, what is the um? 
I just I just had the name of this game. Link um, to the Past. Oh no! I mean, it, you oh, name yeah. it. Yeah, right. I mean, you 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 name the game, and it was it was a exciting time to sit in front of the TV with a controller in your hand, and it wasn't just a a uh, a time passer. It wasn't just you know, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this Mario game, and I'm just gonna you know see how far I can get in these thirty minutes. Um, you know, it to me it was. It 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 was an immersive feeling mm-hmm. to have to have these games in such at the time good detail, um, you know, telling telling in depth stories and the music and everything else. It, it, to me, it was a, it was a perfect <clears throat> console at the time. Right, I I'm with you there. Okay, so. Number three. Why don't you go? Did you go first on number? Th- no, I went first. Number four. You go first on number three. We already know. Uh, mine's the PlayStation. I guess I'll go first since we already know. Mine's the PlayStation. <laughs> it's the first console. Like I didn't buy my first one with my own money, but when that one died, it's the first console I ever spent my own money on. I went out and bought another one. You know, I'm 16. I got a job. I went out and bought another one because I loved it so much. Amazing wrestling games. Uh, I can't say enough. Talk about first, uh, you know, full motion video, um, really adding to that storytelling element um, and sports games. The first time I saw like yeah. a 3D court with 3D yeah. players and I could I could do a replay and I could move the camera wherever I wanted on the PlayStation 1, just mind boggling, right? The technology oh, yeah. was something we'd never seen. Tekken 2, Tekken 3, Tekken 1. Soul Edge, amazing fighting games, RPGs. They had side-scrolling games like you got your Symphony of the Nights. It had everything. So I just echo what you said and an incredible library that is is tough to beat. Well, so, I'll I'll say I'll, I add this to um, I used before I got a the original PlayStation. I remember when me and my mom would go to Walmart or I remember at, at the time Sears. Um, when Sears had their electronics department and they'd have the PlayStation where you could demo the game or, you know, whatever, whatever game was be demoed. But at the time I remember going and playing, um, it, it had, it had to be at the time it was John Madden, uh, football, mm-hmm. whatever year, 95, 96, 94, whatever. Um, and I just remember playing, playing like a quarter of football with actual dudes that I could see their heads, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I'll never forget and being able to play as my favorite team and not having to like, you know, tell myself in my own mind, Oh, Hey, yeah, this is the actual quarterback. Even though you can't tell he's the quarterback, uh, this guy's the quarterback because he has the ball in his hand. Mm-hmm. It was to me, the original PlayStation introduced a lot of, like you said, sports titles, um, where they actually resembled something close to what you could see on a mm-hmm. TV. And you had um, the stadiums, like the yeah. stadiums look like the real life counterparts. I mean, grainy and they look like trash today, but back in that day, it's like, that's the stadium my team plays in. <laughs> and franchise mode came out then, right. so you could finish your season and then yeah. do an off season. And then play a new season with your new team and, and manage them. And stuff. Uh, yeah, I love that generation. So, um, in the interest of not taking too long, what's your number three? Uh, so, my three is the PlayStation 4. Um, the uh, To me, the PlayStation 4, while not a perfect console... Mm-hmm. By and large, this con- this current console generation has shown me that Sony knows how to make video games. Um, their first party catalog, this this generation, is probably the best they've ever done. Um, mm-hmm. and, and to me, that sets it sets that sets it apart for all its shortcomings with online capability and. You know, it's online service and Sony kind of dragging its feet behind getting to a um, an acceptable online platform. The 
the the first party titles is why you would buy this this console and there are so many f- great first party titles from I mean very recent um you know first party titles like Ghost of Tsushima and uh The Last of Us 2 going back to um the uh what the, the hell the dinosaur game the um uh, uh Horizon Zero Dawn and uh, then the this generation's God of War title, which is probably the penultimate PlayStation 4 game. Um, By and, penultimate, uh, you mean second best? <laughs> ho, ho, uh, no. Um, okay. Did you mean ultimate? Uh, <laughs> the the God of War. This this generation's God of War ushered in a completely new way to play a single player game. Um, it's, it combines so many different elements into the, uh, into a total package for a game. And then, you know, but then you could like, even the, like, um, what was one of the first, first party titles that the next for Oh yeah, nah, that was a terrible game. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, but the PS4 also, you know, also dabbled into the VR realm, and mm-hmm. and I feel, and it was the first console to. Well, I think it's still the only. console. I think it's like the only one. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think Xbox cares about uh, um, VR, so I don't see them well, getting into it. But I think I think it was a worthwhile exploration Mm -hmm. is because that that could very well be a future realm that gaming goes to and um you know the ps4 allowed sony to offer it up even though you know they sony probably lost a buttload of money on vr um but uh to me the the ps4 is the perfect uh it's the perfect console for the um for the 1080p generation Okay, that's a good way to say it. So, um, so I'm going to properly use the term. My penultimate game, that means <laughs> second to last for those that don't know, is where I think we're going to have a little bit of a discussion. I doubt this one's on your list, and I think you're going to fight me on it. But I think the second best is going to be the Xbox 360. First, oh. Oh. I know, I it's- know, I know. I know about the three rings of death. I had that do it to me. And they say 50% of these consoles did it. I think that's a lie. I think it's closer to 100%. Every person I know that had an early Xbox 360 had it die on them. All of them without exception. Yeah. I get it. Okay. The hardware was broken at launch and it sucked if you owned it. All that being said, why this goes up to number two. And like I said, really, number one is a homer pick for me because nobody's going to agree with me but me. And I get that's fine. But the (laughs) reason this is the penultimate console is because it has defined what we look at gaming to be today. With its online, right? Nobody's done it better. You've got parties, which was like, I can be in a different game than my friend and still be talking to them and I can have other people in this group and it it has kind of set the tone that Sony wasn't able to replicate for an entire generation, right? It came out with achievements, something that Sony did replicate partway through it. And, and now achievements are this thing that you kind of come to expect or trophies in the PlayStation style. Uh, and I think the main reason though I'm putting it this high is it pioneered downloadable games. And it kind of was the first, I'm, I'm sure there's other consoles that did it, but not like this and not as well as this delivering games. Like the first time I bought a game on my console and didn't have to go to the store to get it. It was kind of like a revelation. It was like, wow, <laughs> like I just sit here on my console and I have a new game to play now. You're like, is this and, the future? Yes. This is the future. And, and, <laughs> There were a lot of things that suck about the 360. I can't deny that. 
the controller's D-pad was awful. The initial models were bad. Uh, so they they looked like garbage until you got to the second round of them where they're sleek and black and look nice and have the, the, the touch sensitive buttons. But man, playing games online with this beast was so much fun. It had an incredible library of games. Not as good as the first party games on PlayStation, admittedly. But it took online gaming to the to the next level. Like, it was incredible. And then all the games I could download without leaving my home, it set the tone. Like, basically, what PlayStation and Xbox One did in the, ne- in the following generation was just more of the same of what Xbox did, Xbox 360 did, and set the tone. And it still set the tone going forward. Um, you know, so that's why it's this high. There are great games on it. You know, you got your Gears of War, your Halos, your typical things. But to me, that isn't the legacy of the 360. The legacy of the 360 is the tone it set for gaming and the fact that the first run was total trash and broken pieces of hardware. Can I tell you a secret? Sure. My number two is also the 360. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I did not expect it, that from from the PS guy. <laughs> uh, so really, I mean, really, I mean, you hit on it. the The 360 was second to none the best console uh, for online, and, and it ushered in that online era. And to me, I remember playing, um, what was it, Modern Warfare 4? Which are, no, no, probably the II. original Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4, Modern Call Warfare. Call of Duty 4, yeah, that's what it was. Um, and I just remember playing with my buddies all over all over the place. <laughs> we didn't. We no longer had to be in the same house. Mm-hmm. And, and just playing these games, um, you know, online and... Uh, the, they really, Microsoft really hit it out of the park with the achievement system, um, for all of their games across the entire 360s lifespan. And that, that made, that made the game, while the games themselves were fun, the achievement system to me was an added bonus. Mm -hmm. I remember, I remember going through games and just saying, oh, I gotta, I gotta get that achievement. You know, I gotta, I gotta sit here and grind for that achievement. And it, it added a, a, another dimension to gameplay. Mm-hmm. That, and that a competitive we had... one, too. Like you said, yeah. man. Like even today, Cody, formerly of this podcast, he and I will look at each other's achievements. And I, I got 100% achievements on Enter the Gungeon before he did. And it was a source of gloating. You know, it was like it just <laughs> added this meta game to gaming. Yeah. No, it, and that... I think that's an underrated aspect of gaming evolution to this point mm-hmm. is is the 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 achievement slash trophy system that Microsoft pioneered and and the layers that it has added to to gaming and and I think that's a that it can't be it can't be undersold that that's that's why developers spend so much time making these games now is that is they know that gamers are going to play them for the added benefit of the 100% achievement the mm-hmm. you know the um the platinum trophy uh for for PlayStation players and that only benefits the consumer and so um to me the 360 pioneered so much evolution for gaming that it, it 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 can only be either one or two, and for me, it's number two. Hmm. I think I know what your number one is, so I'll go first because I okay. think your number one is probably the correct answer, right? <laughs> I get that. Um, if it is what I think it is, I could be wrong, but uh, for me, uh, the system that means the most to me, uh, and again, this is a Homer pick. Anyone that knows me probably knows what I'm going to say. It, it, it holds a very special place in my heart. It is the console that defined my childhood. It has a sound chip that isn't as good as the one on the other, the winner console of that generation. But it, it sounds like home to me when I put a game in and I hear this tinniness to the, to the audio. 
It's not. It's, it's not the Sega Genesis, is it? It's the Sega Genesis. Oh God! I love the Sega Genesis, man. <laughs> I love it. I have it still. I've bought the analog uh, console that'll allow me to play my games in HDMI. I have a stack of cards. Toe Jam and Earl's one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> all the Sonic games, Streets of Rage. We had the definitive home port of Mortal Kombat. You jokers on the SNES had to deal with sweat. We got the real head ripping action. Uh, it the it was the it was the console generation that came up with putting ratings on your game covers. Sega pioneered that, um, and it also Sega pioneered like CDs on home consoles. I think it might have been the first one to do it, where you had the Sega CD. Granted, it it didn't go that great because of the first ones to jump in the pond, but they really tried to innovate. And they had a really great library, and there's just something about that console that means so much to me. Like, I remember we had the um, Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo, and then we got Hyperstone Heist on Sega Genesis. And the Sega Genesis one is still my favorite, even though kind of subjectively is the worst of the two games, but there's just something about it that... I love and I get that I really can't even put it into words because it is homery, it is uh, fanboy, it is nostalgia, and it's my favorite console that's ever been made. Yeah, I, I mean it's 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 not my favorite console by far, but uh, it is it is nostalgic for me. Uh, I had I had a Genesis, um, but to be honest with you, I only had may, maybe eight or nine games, um, simply because. My time was spent on the SNES, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, th- I think it, I think it was a Double Dragon game that I had. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I think I think it was Double Dragon though, um, and I just remember playing this game on the uh, on on the Genesis and and because I was, as far as I can remember, this game was not on the SNES. Um, I don't. I don't know if it was Double Dragon or not. I don't know. Anyway, well, Streets of Rage probably. It could have been. Streets of Rage is amazing. But it wasn't available on the SNES, and I would. I would spend an enormous amount of time trying to grind through these levels uh, on this game. And I just remember. I love. I love the Genesis controller. Um, I think. I think that's one of the most underrated controllers. Of any console. Are you talking about the three or the six? Oh, probably the original one. Mm. I don't. I don't know if I know the difference. One has six buttons and one has three. Right. Well, no, I, I'm saying like, <laughs> I, I'm saying like feeling my hands. I don't yeah. know if I'd know the difference uh, if I was the. Well, the three button is honking huge, and it's bigger than the six button controller. Yeah, I'm probably talking about the six then. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I feel like I, from my my memory, my nostalgic memory, because I haven't held a Sega Genesis controller in twenty years. But um, to me, I remember it feeling good. I remember it feeling mm-hmm. like normal. That's how I wanted a controller to feel in my hands. Um, yeah, I mean, I can get behind. I, I I can get behind it being a top uh- five console. I don't know about. And again, that's a person, like I said, it's a personal pick. Really, if you're trying to do it objectively, it would probably be the 360, but what? I can't have my baby on it. Okay. So I'm ready to guess your number one because I know what it is. Oh, do you? Okay. Yes. The PlayStation 2. No. Oh, hell no. How's, okay. Go ahead. It's the, it's the Nintendo 64. I knew it. This thing is garbage, but go now we're ready. All right. You go ahead and tell me why this hunk of plastic is the best console of all time, and I'll tell you are why. Are you you're kidding wrong. me? This is what I've been waiting are you, on. Are you I kidding was me? Hoping you would say the 64. What a piece of garbage. Go ahead. <laughs> Regardless of the technical specs of the 64, the defining factor that puts this console ahead of every other console. And if, and if we're factoring in evolution of gaming on this list, then the Nintendo 64 has to be your top console is because it paved the way for what gaming is today. 
it absolutely ushered in everything that you love about gaming today back in 1996. It has it had every game you wanted. Wrong. It had it had great first party titles that you couldn't find on the PlayStation. True. Um it had I mean, we're talking you know, Mario 64. We're talking hey, my favorite game probably of all time. And it's purely for nostalgic reasons is Turok 64. Mm-hmm. Um that game, I love that game. That if if I could have one game to play for the rest of inter- eternity, it would be Nintendo six, uh, Turok sixty four on the Nintendo sixty four. Yikes! And and but like you know, GoldenEye. It it uh, the 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 multiplayer aspect had great multiplayer titles. Mm-hmm. It had it had great sports titles. It had great racing titles. Before it had, you go on, I, remember- I want to say one thing uh, before I go into dumping on this console. Hands down, the Nintendo 64 has the best professional wrestling games. Full stop. But go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, will, I will give you a guilty pleasure of mine that I thoroughly enjoyed on the Nintendo 64. It was the Star Wars Phantom Menace pod racing game. Um, I, that's a good game. I think that's an underrated game. It was also great on the PlayStation. I I didn't play it on the PlayStation. I've only played it on the sixty four. Uh, that was my my guilty pleasure. I loved racing with those stupid ass pod racers. Um, it was it was it was phenomenal. It, me and my my you know ten year old self was like holy shit, let's go and mm-hmm. um you know. You had uh, what Ocarina of Time, Superman sixty four. Uh, oh, you had you had so many uh, Majora's Mask. Oh, all these great, great games that ev- that if they hadn't been on the Nintendo sixty four, I don't think gaming would be where it is now. I just don't. I don't think so. Are um, you finished? Uh, yeah, I guess. All right. So, this isn't even the best console in his generation. All right? Oh, God. It's just not. The PlayStation was the best console of that generation. You said it innovated. It was stuck in the past with its cartridge games that nobody wanted to program for. So, Nintendo missed out on Final Fantasy VII. It had dumpy versions of fighting games where we had incredible Tekken 3. We had great fighting games. Mario 64 is an innovative classic, right? I Cool. It, it paved the way for analog controller gaming and how to do a proper 3D platformer. I can't deny that. We still had great platformers, man. We had Crash Bandicoot. Junk's incredible. Crash Bandicoot 3 well, get, looks amazing. And get the, get the hell out of here. It looks amazing. Right. Yeah, Crash Band. You, are you really comparing Crash Band? Are you are you putting Crash Bandicoot? Mario sixty four is overrated. And, and Mario sixty four on the same tier? No, because Mario sixty four is not as good as Crash Bandicoot three. Oh god! I knew we were gonna. Get, I knew this. This whole list was too good to be true. Right. We agreed on the three sixty, but then then you brought up the Nintendo sixty four, the steaming hunk of plastic. Now let me let me say some good things about it. It had four controller ports. Awesome. Had the best wrestling games of all time. It came out the analog pack. stick. That broke pretty much immediately, but at least it was analog. There uh, was two analog sticks on that that, that sucker. I'll there, have you know. The you C- are incorrect. The C-pad was an analog. It was an analog stick. No, it was not analog. Do you know what analog means? I can't give you the technical definition no. of analog. Okay. But I know what a stick is. Th- that you're thinking of the first, You're thinking of the GameCube, my friend. Where the C stick was an actual stick. Oh, am I? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, edit that part. Now in sixty (laughs) four poop because it had four buttons, four digital buttons. They were on or off. All right. I can't. I can't help that I get my Nintendo consoles mixed up. Yeah. I. I. To be. I didn't like this console. 
And that's really all it comes down to. It's personal taste. I didn't like the games on it. They didn't do anything for me. I play Madden on the PlayStation, and I hear John Madden making call-outs, naming the players on the field. You know, it, these great cinematic things. Watching Final Fantasy VII while well, things blow up. Seeing the endings on Tekken, these animated endings, and, and how fast the console was and how smooth everything looked. And I, I stand by this. That Crash Bandicoot looks better than Mario 64 ever did. If you go back and look at the the Mario 64 and look at the Bandicoot games, great. I will say this definitively. Crash Team Racing was better than Mario Kart 64. Oh, no. It absolutely. (laughs) uh, Go and play Mario Kart and how you can jump and gain some boost and then come out of a turn and boost some more and then jump and time your jump at the right time and gain some boost. That didn't start in Mario Kart. That started in Crash Team Racing. Crash Team, oh, Crash Team Racing is so much better. Mario Kart has these 2D uh, characters layered on top of a 3D world. Couldn't even have fully rendered characters. Listen, I can't deny that it's done things for gaming, but it hasn't innovated as much as other consoles. But it wasn't well, even the best false. console in that's this generation. Categorically false. Um, Just okay. because you are, you, are you... Are you kidding me? They, the fact... That nearly every console that has come after the Nintendo 64 has taken everything that the Nintendo 64 did well, which is just about everything, and improved on it. I'm going to need specifics from you because you're giving me generalities right now. What did the Nintendo 64 do so well that everyone is copying today? Well, they're not copying it today, but they copied it at one point. Um... I mean the biggest the biggest one is the the 3D 3D gameplay, uh, the the ability to have to see your character at every angle. That the PlayStation the was doing years beforehand. No, nah, it's not true. About a year beforehand. I... Do you remember how long it takes for the 64 to come out? No, I don't. Yeah, but. Um... But I wasn't concerned with how long it took the Nintendo 64 to I'm come just out. Saying, I was but only the concerned with doing 3D gaming beforehand. We just both agreed on the PlayStation talking about sports games where I could move the camera around and see my player from every angle. And in the zone, NBA in the zone was there like right at launch, and it was this beautiful 3D sports game. It looks like crap now. I, I I'm just I'm wondering. Gonna, I'm gonna have. I, when, when I I'm mentioned have the to Xbox go back and 360 look. and how it shaped gaming, I gave you specifics with the way it operates on online, sets up parties, has downloadable games to a hard drive. Yeah, okay, let's so all right, so um uh time rendering in game. Uh Majora's Mask was the first game that I'm aware of uh that really used a clock system in game to change uh, from night to day, day to night, um, while you played, and that is an evolution of gaming. That was um, on the Sega Saturn, but go ahead. <laughs> Which came out beforehand. Saturn. Nobody played the Sega Saturn. I did. Right. I Sega, love Saturn the Sega Saturn was was like the the phoenix. All right, um, you looked at it and it turned to ash. All right, it's the Nintendo sixty four took. Took gaming to a whole nother level at the time, but then paved the way for uh, 3D gameplay. It paved the way for um, multi multiplayer gameplay. It paved the way for um, well, I can't say I really can't say you know cartridge because Nintendo's kept a cartridge ever you know their entire existence. They but. they were behind the times on the cartridge when they kept that cartridge. Now they set the like the cartridge removable games on that was Atari kind of innovated on that, and there might have been I think maybe the Odyssey had I don't remember but um, removable cartridges would have been NES or Atari excuse me right but the fact that um, and I'm pretty sure the Nintendo 64 expanded on. Um, you know me- the memory card system. PlayStation and... did that first. Actually, I, expand- I-, I expanded on it. Huh? Uh, oh, expanded. They expanded. On it. In what yeah, way? Expa- 
uh, putting a larger, it in the controller? A larger memory card. Well, a larger memory card. They also Were have they a larger? rumble pack. I'm Do you pretty, have, I don't have statistics? The... Because I, I remember don't have... plugging in a game, you could put one game save on it. Or like two megabytes, three megabytes, what? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't, wasn't prepared <laughs> to talk about the size of the memory card. <laughs> I'm just saying, now there's, there's other aspects, even though you say it's a flaming... Hunk of plastic. Garbage. You're right. There it, are good things about it. But here's there are great the thing. things about when it. When I talk about the Sega Genesis, I preface it by saying this is a homer pick. I really can't justify it. In all reality, the 360 is probably better, or even the PlayStation 2, which I was ready to admit. <sighs> but then you came up with one of my least favorite consoles, uh, just this overrated hunk of plastic. <sighs> I don't. I. 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 Right now, I, I can't. I can't. I've. You have. You have deflated my ability. To defend this console, which doesn't need defending, by the way, mm-hmm. um, because you quote unquote didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. I said that it wasn't. I said I actually complimented it. Four controller ports, best wrestling game. Listen, I spent a ton of time on my sixty-four because I love wrestling games. It's not this the, innovative piece of mastery, you know. It's got great games a handful of them though like once you got outside of the first party games like what were you playing blast core like blast core is a good game and you got 007 but by then you're done you got nothing else to play the fighter games on it sucked the racing games weren't that great their kart racer wasn't as good on the one as the one on playstation i get it you're allowed to like it it's allowed to be your favorite console but it didn't innovate that it was behind the times, actually, when it came out with its cartridge-based system. They even had to go out and buy an extra piece of memory to plug into dang thing so you can actually use it. I, I. Do you remember that? And I and I, and I yes I do. But I think the overwhelming majority of gamers mm-hmm. would choose. The 64. Now, gamers that have spanned this, these generations. Uh, Over the PlayStation. Choose... Yes. All right. I, well, think I, think, so. I think this is a good place to leave. We're not going to agree, right? It's just not going to happen. And that's the beauty of it. Uh, you can actually hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade or our Facebook page, or our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Budget Arcade on our website, www.budgetarcade.com. You can tell Mark how wrong he is over at I Heard You Like on Twitter. You can oh, tell yeah. me hey, how... Hmm? Real, real quick, uh, Final Fantasy IX is the best Final Fantasy game, by the way. So. I personally think it's for the remake on the DS. I, I love that game. But again, that's that's... And a lot of people would say sixes on the Super Nintendo. Um, but, you know, I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fan. I'm not prepared to fight that. Uh, <laughs> but I personally really enjoyed 4 on the, the, the DS port. Uh, where, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, they can find me at Film Soliloquy. Uh, you can also find our Discord on all of the budget arcade socials and join in there and tell us in real time how stupid we are and why the Sega Genesis sucks. That's fine. I don't care. It's still my favorite. <laughs> I'll let you We're go play it right now. Uh, send us off, Mark. What, what, what do you have to say for yourself? It, it, listen, um, the, my, I, I don't have anything. I don't. I have nothing. <laughs> um, I've left you speechless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have, you have de- deflated my ability. The, no, the, I was you not. You were at an unfair advantage because going into this. I was prepared because I do not think that that console is that great. And I get it. You love it. I'm not trying to argue anymore, but I was prepared to go down on this. Go down. Mm, let me retake that. <laughs> but I was prepared to throw down about this console because my brother and I have been having this argument since we were kids, right? He loved his Nintendo 64. I love my PlayStation. The first one I ever bought with my own money. And so it's an argument. So I've that's been having that's long. That's long where this time. goes. That's that's where this this goes. Is you're 
you were always the 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 second child and you know um, your brother had your brother had this you know uh this golden life what? and he chose he chose to love the Nintendo 64 and you just had to go against them um wrong and so and so now, now you're here telling we me are. about my childhood <laughs> all these years later <laughs> you you're still here Poo-pooing on in the Nintendo 64 when you deep down you know you love the Nintendo 64 you it's a great console you you probably have one at the house right now and you probably play it on the weekends incorrect and my Genesis and, though I do play <laughs> Fa- favorite game on the Genesis real quick Toe Jam and Earl oh okay yeah you said that earlier yeah yeah Toe Jam and Earl is my fa- it's not even close like it's my favorite game possibly of all time like it just holds a special place in my heart i love it i love the music i love the graphics it's brilliant no one has listening's probably ever played it go check out toe jam and earl that's what i'll leave you with <laughs> go youtube it yeah oh it's a great game great game well i guess that's it um mark i look forward to yelling at you more in, in a couple weeks uh but as for right now Go ahead and download TFT on your phones. Get ready for next week's episode as we review TFT. And this is Budget Arcade. Podcast Network. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.